Welcome to the Demand Advice Podcast, where each episode we strive to bring business owners the strategies and advice they need to succeed and reach their goals. I'm your host, Michael Alos, and I'm also the founder of a sales and marketing consultancy called True Demand. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to rapidly grow your email list. First, what is an email list? An email list is a collection of emails that you've received through your blog or website. And typically how this happens is a visitor lands on your website or your blog and you have an item of value. Maybe it's a sign up for my newsletter or maybe it's some sort of lead magnet like an ebook or a white paper or a guide or a checklist. And they enter in their address in order to get this. uh, They enter in their email address in order to get this item of value, which then adds them to your email list. Now, why do you want to build an email list? Basically, you want to build an email list, one, because what you're doing is you're starting to build a relationship with people who may be interested in what you have to sell or a service you provide. And by getting them on your email list, you can start to build rapport and nurture that relationship, provide them educational information, guiding them to down the path of being able to have some conversion event. And that conversion event is typically trying to get that person on your list to make a purchase from you. Now, email is personal. It's purposeful. It's targeted. You have ownership of emails. It's a one-to-one communication and people check their email. Now, let's dive into those uh, six areas a little more. Now, email is personal. When you send an email, it lands directly into someone's inbox. It's purposeful because at some point they've signed up to receive specific information from you and you know what they're, what, what they're interested in. And that's what makes it targeted, what they like or what their interests are. And ownership. Look, if you have a Facebook page or a Facebook group or Twitter followers, you don't own that audience. They're basically just people following your profile or, or members of your group. If you have someone's email, that's obviously your email address that they've given you permission to send them emails with. It's one-on-one because it's a conversation that's happening in an inbox. You can have a, a more intimate conversation with that subscriber than you can have in a Facebook group. And People check their people check their email daily and sure people check their social media daily. However, everyone checks their email and not everyone spends time on social media. So how do we actually grow our email list? So how do we actually grow our email list is about capturing emails. And how do we do that? We do that through all our digital assets that we have out on the internet and When it comes to our blog or our website, the most typical way we do that on our blog is everyone's probably seen it is over on the right hand sidebar. There is some kind of opt-in form that says, Hey, join our email list into your first name, into your email, click subscribe. That's the most typical way that we see and that we typically use on our blog or on our website. So it's that standard opt-in form that says subscribe to our newsletter. Another way we can capture email addresses is using what's called an exit intent pop-up. So basically 
what we're doing is we're using a piece of software that tracks our visitors' behavior and engagement with our page. And when the software thinks that the visitor is about to leave our page, it sends a pop-up on the screen and it says, wait, before you go, here's some kind of offer in exchange for your email address. And that's what's usually called an exit intent pop-up. We also have um, content upgrade offers. So for example, let's say you have a podcast. You can offer the show notes of the pod podcast or the transcription of the podcast if someone gives you their email address. Maybe you have a very long form blog post and you wanna offer them a PDF version that's downloadable of this long form blog post. You can say, hey, to get this in PDF format into your email and click the button. So that's a content offer. That's like a content offer, more of a content offer upgrade, right? Cause you have a piece of content already and you're offering to upgrade that content if they give you their email address. And then we can go with full or partially gated content. We see this a lot in uh, with news sites where you can read the first few sentences of the article and then a pop-up shows up that says subscribe to unlock the rest of the content. And then it's either subscribe or into your email. Every new site does it differently. Sometimes you can even see the part of the article. They make the uh, pop-up a little opaque or translucent, and you can see through the, through the pop-up and see some of the content back there to help entice people. But that's what they call gated content. What you're doing is you have some content. Typically it's, a, it's an article or a blog post. And as the viewer starts to scroll down and read it, Boom, there's a pop-up. It says, hey, if you want to read the rest of this content, you need to enter your email. And uh, then we go into giveaways and contests, right? It's a typical, someone hits your site, or maybe they scroll down, maybe it's right away. But at some point in time, you throw a pop-up on the page that says, sign up and enter to win. And you can entice them with some sort of contest. Maybe it's if they sign up today, right? The, everyone who signs up today will be entered into a contest or the first hundred people to sign up will be entered to win. Whatever that actual offer is, it's some sort of giveaway or contest in order to entice that visitor to exchange their email to be part of that contest. We also talk about deadline bars. Now, deadline bars are that typical countdown counter, but it's a bar that sits at the top of your website. Whether you have an e-commerce website or you're selling a single product or you're selling some kind of service, or maybe you're just offering content for a period of time, whatever that offer is, you have a bar at the top of the page or a pop-up that comes up from, you know, maybe it's in the corner, wherever it is, usually, usually it's at the top and it says what the offer is and the de deadline. And that deadline is usually a countdown. So maybe how many days, hours, minutes, seconds, and then a button to get them to take action. So that's a deadline bar. Basically, you're trying to create a sense of urgency around that visitor taking some sort of action. Again, we can use discounts and deals. So a pop-up that shows maybe I'm, I visit your page, I'm starting to scroll down. Uh, and then I get something that says, hey, do you want a discount or do you want a deal? All you have to do is enter your email and you'll get a 10% coupon in your email. You see this very commonplace in e-commerce, especially retail e-commerce when it comes to clothing. First time you, you get a pop-up that says, enter your email now and save 10% off your first purchase. That's a typical discount or deal pop-up. And again, 
that doesn't necessarily just have to be with with e-commerce. It can be also if you provide a service business. So maybe your discount or deal isn't necessarily a discount on your service, but maybe the deal is you're adding in an additional book or ebook or checklist or a tool or a template or something of that. One one huge area that's over overlooked a lot to get subscribers on your email list is the use of your contact form on your website. I see this as, as very overlooked. And if you have a contact form or, or any form on your website where people are, are already filling it out, filling out the form to contact you, why not just have a little checkbox there that says, hey, would you like to subscribe to our newsletter? And it's a really great opportunity anywhere anyone's any anywhere anyone's signing anywhere anyone is trying to contact you and they're entering their email. Why not put a little checkbox that just says subscribe to our week? Do you want to subscribe to our weekly newsletter or our newsletter, right? Whatever frequency your newsletter is. But this is a really great place to do it. It's very overlooked. You know, maybe it's on a customer service form. Maybe it's just on a plain contact us form, but anywhere someone's already entering your, their email, look at this as an opportunity to ask them if they want to be added to your list, right? And become one of your subscribers. So this is a great opportunity. It's very underutilized. I'm just starting to see a little more, maybe because I talk about it a lot. I'm starting to see people do it a lot, but yeah, this is the contact form. Anywhere anyone's entering their email, you want to update your forms and have a little checkbox uh, or a yes, no checkbox is easier. And it says, do you want to also Facebook? So Facebook, if you have a Facebook business page, you can put an action button on the business page right under the banner image. And you can have this button do a lot of things. For example, visit website, learn more, things of that nature. But you can also create a sign up button. So to be right under your banner image, they click sign up and they'd be able to join your list. Also very typical and a great place to put an opt-in form to capture someone's email is either in line with your blog content, in line with the article, or at the end of the article. And if you're going to put something in line or at the end of the article, you have to make sure that your opt-in aligns with the content. So for example, if you're talking about maybe uh, you have a, a recipe and then you're going to have an opt-in for an opt-in to learn how to buy a home, that's not very congruent, right? The visitor who's reading the article is interested in the recipe. And then you're asking them, do they want information about home buying? It's not very congruent and you're probably not going to get a lot of opt-ins that way. So when you do put these inline or after post opt-ins, make sure whatever the call to, ac call to action is on that form, that it, it's also aligned to what the, the article content gamified campaigns. So there's a, a ton of software out there that allow you to create opt-in forms that have games. And one of the most common ones is a spin to win. You can enter your email. And then click the button and like little wheel spins, but basically it's, they're playing a little game, but in order to play the game, they have to enter their email and then click the button. And this is a really good way. It's a fun way to get people on your list, but they have to understand if they're entering their email to play this game, that they are getting on your email list. And then we talked about all these different ways, all these different sort of opt-in forms and ways to get people to enter their email. The one thing we don't ever want to forget is to test our forms. Just because we take a form and we put it in the sidebar or we have a deadline 
bar or, or we have an inline content opt-in, we still want to test that. If we're getting enough traffic to our website or our blog, we want to be able to have an, you know, AB, maybe ABC test the offer or, you know, capturing name and email. Do people subscribe more often when it's just email? Do they subscribe more often when it's name and email? Play with it. If you have the right amount of traffic, then you could start to play with what your opt-in forms look like, the call to actions. Can I get name and email? Can I get first name, last name, email, those sorts of things. So there you have it. You have a bunch of ways. We just covered a bunch of ways to why we should have, why we should build an email list and a bunch of ways to use opt-in forms to get people to actually subscribe and join our email list. That concludes this episode. I'm Michael Alos, the host of the Demand Advice Podcast and the founder of the sales and marketing consultancy called True Demand. You can find me on the web at truedemand.com. That's T-R-U-D-E-M-A-N-D.com. If you have any questions about anything we discussed in this episode, you can send me an email at hello at truedemand.com. Also, since you're a subscriber to this podcast, I'd like to offer you a free 30-minute marketing assessment. To learn more about the assessment and the sign-up, visit truedemand.com.